It's time for Green Visions, a production of The North, 103.3 to encourage green thinking and green actions made possible by the Minnesota Power Energy Conservation Program, making progress toward a lower carbon energy future. And my guests today are Pastor David Carlson and Brett Pence. They are members, in fact, I believe they kind of head up the Earth Harmony Study Group. Welcome, welcome, welcome. They're in the studio today. Thanks so much, Luke. Good to be with you. Yeah, thank you so much, David. Uh, Well, right out of the gate, let's get some listeners caught up. How long have you been meeting as a study group? I can gather this is a monthly meeting. Is that right? Yeah, it's a monthly meeting, uh, and we've been meeting in person, typically at a local cafe, uh, Chester Creek Cafe, and um, we've been meeting for about five years, since November 2017. It was the invitation of some leaders at the College of St. Scholastica, they were having a, a, a particular emphasis on earth harmony during that year. And they invited uh, me and another person to just initiate this study group on earth harmony through the interreligious forum. Uh, and so it has an interfaith uh, component to it and a particular emphasis on um, earth harmony and thinking about just the systemic problems of the ecological crisis and how faith um, is an important um, conversation um, uh, window into that um, dialogue. Sure. And Brett, uh, for your part, when did you get involved? What's been your uh, What's been your history with the group? Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, uh, I was roped in really early. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Elise uh, Carter-Vossen from St. Scholastica, contacted me. I work for Minnesota Interfaith Power and Light, which is a, a nonprofit that works on the issue of climate justice through through different faiths, you know, through the foundation of faith. So um, when I when I heard when David told me this was happening and and Elise, uh, we wanted to, to help out. So we were there at the very first um, session and we've been there all five years. And <clears throat> David does all the David is the he's the worker bee. I mean, he, he, he does, uh, he's the one who shows up ready to engage people with questions on the books. We just support it. Um, I try to be there as well. And I think it's been, it's been fun because we've been, uh, gosh, when, when Dave and I were talking about how much we've read over the last five years with a group that's gone up and down through a pandemic and through, uh, elections and through, um, uh, all kinds of stuff. Um, we've read history, philosophy, um, economics, um, theology, um, it's been a fun, fun journey to talk through all these times where maybe you're, there are other things in your mind and you can really experience this journey with other people and the moment you're in. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm guessing that with certain reading material comes action. What are some of the changes that you or members of the group have uh, kind of made to your life, your habits, your approach to living on this earth? Yeah, um, well, I think out of that group, uh, there were a couple of times that we participated in a climate march, um, and and we particip- we've we've uh, Brett was a big part of that, leading some of that on the Lake Walk for a couple of years, and um, Brett with the Interfaith Power and Light, you know, they have kind of a three prong approach, and one of the uh, like a three legged stool. And one of the things that they emphasize are practical things that individuals and organizations can do. There's also a, more of an advocacy side with looking at policy and and engaging in, in civic um, responsibility. And the third has to do with sort of the 
the resources that uh, religion, you know, brings to it. So interfaith. And those three things, I think uh, we we sort of have that in the back of our minds, too. I mean, all the people that come want to integrate this into their daily lives and into their congregations uh, or faith communities. And um, I think, you know, one of the things that I do, too, as a Lutheran pastor, I'm a co-chair of the Lutheran Ecofaith Network, uh, which is um, in our synod, a kind of geographical area of the Arrowhead um, region of, of Minnesota. And we really emphasize how congregations are ideal um, contexts in which to practice creation care. So in worship, in education, in their congregational life, their building and grounds, and also in um, just engaging in the community. And if you're just joining us as a listener, we are speaking with Pastor David Carlson and Brett Pence. We're talking about the Earth Harmony Study Group. This is Green Visions. And uh, back to the conversation here, I can imagine that having a club like this in some way ties to some accountability, too. Having other people reading the same material, having some people kind of going towards the same goals, there might be a little bit of accountability uh, built into that. Do you see that? Do you maybe feel that, I don't want to call it a pressure, but like, do you feel that, uh, that desire to move forth with certain actions because you are surrounded by a group of people who are reading the same material and maybe driving towards the same destination? Yeah, yes. Yeah, this is Brett. Yeah, I am... Um... First of all, I, I thought I'd take a few books that we had read, and I realized it was 20 books, so I did not bring them all <laughs> uh, with me. But one of the books that is um, kind of foundational um, is called Active Hope by Joanna Macy. And I think one of the things she talks about is those who learn together act together. Um, so it really has become a support group, I think. Um, there are individuals who are going through personal issues that come to the group, and they can find support there. Um I don't think we're a pressured group in that um, you have to do the reading. Sure. Um, You feel the internal pressure because you want to engage in the conversation with these individuals you've got to know really closely over the last five years. Um, Everyone brings their own, their own context, their own inner, um, their own inner experience of life to the book. So um, even if you haven't read the book, it's fascinating to, to see how people react to what they've read and to dive into those. So when we're having a discussion, when David's facilitating a discussion, it is centered around the book, but it's also it's also enhanced and maybe primarily focused on the experiences of people that have been reading it. So it's to me, it's been a, a wonderful gift. I don't know if you want to have anything to add, David. Yeah, no, I think um, you know we're all on a, on a journey, um, and there are certain things that um, you know, active hope, for example. It's helpful to know that you're not the only one that that's doing some of these things or cares about some of these things, and so that that's where some of the support comes. I think we all leave the conversation a little more encouraged to keep you know doing some of the things that we that we really care about and know that there are so many other people that are also caring about these things and trying to put them into practice so so yeah, I totally agree with with Brett with that um and the other Part of that, too, with the book that we're currently reading now called Sacred Nature by Karen Armstrong, a British author. Um, It's a new one this year. She talks about how we not only have to change the things that we're doing, the way that we're doing things, but you also have to change some of the ways that we're thinking about things. And with, you know, that um, Earth Harmony group and the, the kind of the connection with faith, 
It's also what she says. It's about um, mining some of our faith traditions to think, uh, to re, to uncover some of the writings in scriptures that of various religions that point to the importance of stewardship or um, or of um, the the sacred capacity that nature has. Um, that it's not just an object. Um, but it is, um, you know, a, 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 almost like a sacrament, you know, um, that God's presence is in, with, and under, um, you know, uh, creation. And so I think um, it's, it's, it's a different, it's an antidote sort of to the dominion or the, you know, ways in which um, sometimes religion see, has, has seen um, nature as just a, a, a storehouse of resources, and it helps us to engage, you know, creation and other creatures in a different way um, that that sort of respects, you know, their um, agency and their subjectivity uh, as part of the Earth community. You often hear the analogy of many paths to the same mountaintop when people speak of religion, and it seems like that could maybe be applied to uh, ecological consciousness as well. And if you need different paths, whether one of them is simply to research scientifically or one of them is maybe to go through a, a faith-based uh, journey of it, it seems like that's kind of a, a very similar analogy there. Um I can't let you leave before getting maybe a few more book recommendations. Uh, anybody who's out there maybe thinking, oh, I should start something like this. Where's a, where's a good place to start? Where are, what are a couple of books that uh, they should maybe pick up? Yeah, we've had 20, so I did not bring them all. But uh, <laughs> I brought a couple that I really loved. And um, one that we read recently, which I really loved, um, was called, is called Saving Us, uh, A Climate Scientist Case for Hope and Healing in a Divided World by uh, Catherine Hayhoe. And um, if you haven't heard of her, she's a bit of a unicorn. You know, she's an evangelical Christian. She's from Canada. She's a, she's a climate scientist. She works in Texas. So she's everything you're not supposed to be all at once. And she just has this unique take on the world. And um, it's a refreshing take that um, you can be all these things and, um, you know, and still have this, um, still have this care for the, for the planet and, and, and also has just fantastic um, – recommendations for individuals and, and um, groups and everyone that it really cares about the planet. So that was one I would pick. Yeah, another one that we just uh, read recently was, um, it's called Regeneration, Ending the Climate Crisis in One Generation by Paul Hawken. Hmm. And he really gets into this kind of the science uh, side of things as well. And there are just so many essays about forests or grasslands or cities, or um, the textile industry. I mean, so many things that, um, you know, we, we need to be thinking about, different fronts and things. But he also emphasizes at the very beginning of that book how um, everybody has um, something to contribute to this. Yeah. And whether, <clears throat> you know, you are living in rural Africa or whether you are living in an urban part of the United States, um, there is something that you can do to be part of the solution here. And he really encourages everyone, you know, to do one thing, uh, that, that you can be part of this regeneration 
Um, so regenerative practices, basically, and, and looking ahead. And there, it's not just a silver bullet, you know, that's going to help um, solve this. It's, it's many different things at the same time, uh, including working with, uh, on, on issues of poverty and racism. And, and so um, he really takes all of those things into account. It's an amazing book, but lots of essays on lots of different fronts. And just um, on, at, while painting this broad brush of so many different things, he also just encourages people just to try one thing and be involved in one thing. And even just that can make a difference. Yeah. And one thing is, if nothing else, it's a really great place to start. Well, thank you both so much for being here. Really appreciate it. We've been speaking with uh, Pastor David Carlson and Brett Pence, members of the Earth Harmony Study Group. And this has been Green Visions. Green Visions is a production of The North, 103.3 to encourage green thinking and green actions. Green Visions is made possible by the Minnesota Power Energy Conservation Program, making progress toward a lower carbon energy future.